As a lot of you guys know, my daily driver is a 2007 Infiniti FX35 Sport. It's about time I put some money into it. Can't just drive the NSX around all the time looking nice. Want to get some wheels? For over a decade, 4Wheel Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They're dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Their truck products cover everything you need for a custom look and added functionality. I was talking about a wheel and tire package. Head over and use a configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so go get outfitted today. Visit them at 4Wheel Online. That's 4Wheel, singular, online. This is the Hard Parking Podcast brought to you by Right Honda out of Scottsdale, Arizona. I am your host, Jay Finney. Coming up in a little bit, I have a conversation with local car enthusiast, Little Mariella. And she reminds me of me in a sense to where she doesn't really like the attention. Believe it or not, I don't like the attention, which is why I can sit in this room and talk to myself. But I'm not really good with talking to others unless I'm very comfortable around the people that I'm with. But she has a very loudly wrapped vehicle. You'll find out more about it, but when she gets to the spot, she loves to get out of her car and run as far away so that she doesn't have to answer any questions and hang out with people she's most comfortable with. So just got back from NS Expo. So NS Expo is a social, it's also a track event if you choose a center for the track event, but it's a social event for the NSX Club of America. It is one of the two automotive related events every year that I just, I look forward to. It's hard to describe to people because they think, okay, what, what is there to do? And there's a lot of NSX owners who don't go to NS Expo because number one, it sells out fast, but two, they just don't understand why you would want to join a club and go hang out with a bunch of old people and stand by your cars and talk about cars all day. This event has nothing to do with your car. Your car gets you there. There's a lot of people who come from out of the country, except for this year. There's people who fly in from other states and you don't miss your vehicle because it's not about the car. It's about the relationships that you build. Man, I had to get up on stage two nights in a row and talk and I'd, I've never done that at NS Expo. And people say, well, you're good at it. I say, yeah, I'm good at it sitting in the comfort of my office recording by myself looking at this microphone that I'm looking at right now in this otherwise dark room. But it was different to be on stage. It was kind of it was a learning experience. There were some technical issues, not on my end. But I was able to tell my accurate story that I told in the last episode. So if you haven't heard the last episode of my first time driving NSX, go back. Or actually, two episodes ago, it says a stranger did me a favor and I returned the favor 20 years later. But the point of that was, was to drive home how, how impactful a first impression could be. They always say you never get a chance, a second chance to make a first impression. And I push back on that a little bit because you do have an opportunity. If you have made a bad first impression with somebody, there's a lot of opportunities to fix that. Now, you can't change the fact that it was a bad first impression, but you can turn that relationship around pretty easily depending on how bad that first impression was. That was basically the point of that story is never forget where you come from as well. However, going to NS Expo, man, I'm just, it's, it's like, it's so hard. It's it's like a family reunion. It's a family reunion when you see the people you haven't seen for one or two or three years because not everybody goes to everyone and they move around regionally. But it's drinks. It's a good time. It's good stories. You get to rub elbows with 
the top Acura brass, and you can literally sit down and have a beer with a very high-ranking engineer at Acura or, you know, John Akeda or John Watts when he used to work there, but he came to this event or race car legend, Peter Cunningham, who's now the NSXCA president. And I don't know if you really have that with other car groups. I wouldn't know because I haven't ever had them, but some groups get so big that access is, it's probably a little unobtainium, but you know, I started the trip off, right? I went down, I had an opportunity to go hang out with Andy Imhoff of the horsepower hour podcast. So you guys have heard Andy and Coy Sinclair on this show. And I've been on their show. Now I did not see Coy. He was unavailable. I think he had to work, but I did hang out with Andy, have drinks, met his wonderful wife. We had dinner. After that, I went to the resort, checked in for NS Expo and man, what a weekend, what an event. It was fun. I, you know, I ran into past guests of this show, like this very show, you know, Richard and Liz Graves drove over from Tennessee and this was in, outside of Portland. John Watts, as I mentioned earlier, who was on this show, who retired from Acura last December, he showed up. Johnny the Nomad, he's been on here in the Builder's Corner, the guy from Asheville, North Carolina. Nathan Robertson's been here in studio. He's from Seattle, but he's been here in studio twice. He was there. Tyson Hughie's been on the show a few times. Brian Kay did a, did a uh, Builder's Corner uh, session on the show once about radios and stuff like that. So it's always just such a, such a damn good time. I had a listener reach out and wanted to hear my second NSX story. So I'm going to tell it to you guys before I bring in little Mariella, the, the conversation we had. So again, if you haven't heard the first NSX story, which is a really good story, it's a couple episodes ago. The second time I drove an NSX, I was working back door at a bar in Grand Rapids, Michigan called The Bob. And this was 99 or early 2000. So one of my dear friends, Dwayne, has a friend named Vic. Vic lived up in Traverse City. So Dwayne walks up. And Victor's with him. At the time, I didn't know that was Victor. Dwayne, Victor, and another one of their buddies. And after, I, well, I don't check their IDs because I know him. Dwayne's like, hey, this is my buddy Jay from Texas. Huge fan of the NSX. You know, and Vic stops. And then we start chit-chatting. He goes, hey, you want to come check my car out real quick? I uh, kind of looked around. I go, yeah, sure. Let's go check it out. He was parked in the parking garage. So I called someone for backup. I said, hey, can you come? This is Jay at the back door. Just checking IDs. Can you come to the back door? I need to, uh, I'm going to go check something out real quick. Coworker comes out. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we walk across the street, go up to the parking garage. We're out there checking it out. He had a 92, 92 on the chrome, the original chrome fat fives. Not the, not the nice matte silver ones, but the ugly, the homie chromies is what we used to call them. I used to always say about that car, as much as I love the NSX, if I were to ever buy Vic's car, I would drive it home at three o'clock in the morning and you would never see it again. So I bought some new wheels. That's how self-conscious I was about them ugly ass wheels on his car. And I think he had the gold package. Back in early Acuras, you can get like the gold trim and some, you could do that with Lexus too. So you see Lexus with a gold emblem instead of the chrome. So we're up there, we're looking at his car, stock. It's cool. I've never driven a stock NSX before. He goes, hey, you want to drive it? No, understand. I'm supposed to be at work. I got my headset on. I got my work radio on. I got my you know work uniform on. Said, uh, yeah, sure. Let's just take it down, down to the bottom of the park garage. Maybe we can park it behind the Bob, the big old building, which is where I work. I said, okay. So we drive the car down, and as we get ready to exit the parking garage, I can turn right to go to work. And he says, hey, why don't you take a quick left here? You want to go for a cruise? It's like, oh, shit. Okay, so picture this. I'm supposed to be working, but I'm in my dream car. I was all right, let's take a quick left. 
Ended up being gone like 20 minutes driving this guy's car. We went all the way around the outskirts of Grand Rapids, Michigan, exited on Pearl Street, came up Pearl Street, go back to Monroe, and we pulled into the parking garage behind my job, which was by the door because there was like parking, the parking spot had opened up. So as I pull up, my boss is standing there with his arms folded, pissed off. Craig Gunderson was his name, big dude. Jay, where the fuck you been? I go, well, how long have you been standing here? Looked at his watch, said, five minutes. I go, five minutes. Let me think real quick. I said, I was just over there at the parking garage checking this car out. I uh, called someone to come help me at the back door. I forgot the employee's name. I said, but I mean, this guy's had a couple of drinks. He's not drunk, but he's coming to the bar with his friends. But you can't let a guy have too much to drink and drive this car. So I helped him by driving his car. He's like, don't do it again. Isn't this a dope car? He's like, yeah, it's a really cool car, but don't do it again. I said, all right, cool, man. So that was the second time I ever drove an NSX. Still kind of a complete stranger, but um, the next time I saw Vic was at Dwayne's house party. And I, I was there with some, the girl I was dating at the time. And he pulled up and he's like, have you been drinking? I go, no, not yet. I just got here. And he just tossed me the keys. He goes, here, go have fun. I took this girl around just that little area. She wasn't impressed because girls don't care about NSX as only guys do most of the time. But that was it, man. That was the first three times two were the same person. And it was, how cool was it? He just tossed me the keys. Like the only other time he had ever seen me was when I was working the back door. That's that's pretty crazy. So the cars have a snap ring issue, the early ones, some of them. And he ended up blowing his snap ring trying to impress some girl outside of Traverse City. So his car set at the Acura dealership in Grand Rapids for like seven years. Just sat out there in the elements. He eventually got his car back to health and he sold it to another guy named Ben. And Ben, I think he had some problems. He sold the car. But um, if you guys saw the, my NSX po on my Instagram at Jay Finning, the photo of the two Red Bull NSXs, one of those belongs to Ben. So it's kind of a tight knit group. Like we all know each other. That's the thing. But coming up, little Mariella. Time for the Arizona Ride of the Week brought to you by Higher Quality Detail out of Tempe, Arizona. They specialize in premium vehicle protection solutions and cosmetic customizations as your one-stop shop, ranging from detail and options through ceramic coating, paint correction, protection films, and more. Visit Ceramic Pro, Arizona, one word, on Instagram, or Higher Quality Detail, that's H-Y-E-R, also one word, and get started looking your best today. Today's highlight is little Mariella. Welcome to the show. Hey. <laughs> what's up you want to kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about why your car is so damn unique yeah so <laughs> my name's mariella i honestly just wanted something that really pops like myself i'm not much of an attention person <laughs> but i wanted my car to pop just because it's also something fun for even me to look at and originally it started as a track build so that i can kind of run with people like my dad who has an S2000 and he would run it on the track all the time. So I wanted to get to his level until I discovered my very first car meet with my 8.6. And I realized that you could modify any tiny detail, any little thing that you wanted. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. And uh, I ran into my buddy, Austin, who's the Smokey's Garage. Okay. He does raps and I do videography and photography on the side. And so we decided as a good investment for both of us, if I film him wrapping my car in Chrome, so it'd kind of be ad catching for my stuff and his stuff from there. The rest is history. Do <laughs> yeah, I know Austin? You might. I don't know. Do you know AZ86 at all? I know That's AZ86 right. and, and also some of the people are going to be lost here. So 
8.6 is the car world's term for her vehicle because technically that's what it is. But for those of you who have no idea, that's a, oh. that's an FRS. Yeah, it's the FRS BRZ platform. This right. is a Toyota version. I have the 2017 one, so it has some upgraded parts to it from the factory. So that's why I went with that one. <laughs> and it just looks so much different, too. It kind of has like it does. a cat front end. Like it just seems more aggressive. And like the front headlights have etching. It has the 8.6 badge etched into it. And I just thought, you know, Toyota put so much more detail, I thought, into this vehicle. So I was just like, I want the Toyota one. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because some people they're like they look exactly the same. I go, not really. I mean, they look like look like they're cousins, and because they, they are, it's the exact same chassis, but <laughs> right. Yeah, has some different like bumpers, headlights, tail lights. Mm-hmm. Then even the interior is a bit different. So I just I chose the eight six over the FRS BRZ. And so, what color is this thing? So underneath the wrap, she's actually red, which I fell in love with the red. But when it came to wrapping it, I was like, if I'm going to wrap it, I might as well do something a completely different color. So I wanted to do chrome red. But in this particular color, the super gloss turquoise chrome, it's the most chromey, I think, I guess is the right (laughs) word. It's the most reflective one of the chrome. So I was like, all right, let's do turquoise. That's one of my favorite colors anyway. So what with that? It's kind of hard, I think, for people listening because they may be thinking, oh, a turquoise chrome wrap, but it actually looks really good. And I think it looks good because of the way you have the car built out. It stands really nice, so it doesn't really matter what color it is. You have other graphics on it to kind of complement it, some black stuff. And, I mean, when you you can see, I've, I've seen you out in the, on the freeway before going the opposite direction. Like, you can't oh, miss really? your car. Yeah, it's super bright in the sun. It's a little blinding, so I usually take it out at night. <laughs> So you so, like to drag but, race too, right? Yeah, that's how I started. That's kind of how I put my foot into the little track world as I started with drag racing, which this is not the best drag racing car, but it's just so much fun to just launch it. You can't really do that anywhere else. So I got it tuned. I got some more like stancy stuff to do with it. At first, I had a staggered setup mm-hmm. for that specifically. And then I was like, eh, I should get more squared so it's easier to sell the wheels if I have to. <laughs> but I built it more for drag once I started doing drag. And now I'm going back to track. I just need an alignment. <laughs> right. Do you do a lot of the stuff yourself or, or some of it yourself and then some of it you pawn off to, to other shops? I was doing most of the work myself, but I started to have little mistakes here and there. And it was just, you know, a 30 minute job would turn into like eight hours. And it was like, I really don't have time for this. Like I was trying to save money and also learn a lot about the car. But eventually, like when it came to stuff with like my drive shaft, I didn't want to mess with that. So I've been taken over to We Don't Lift and they've been taking really good care of her and and myself. (laughs) And that's Mr. Ravi Tolman. I just mentioned him on a, on another episode here in the past. So where do you, yeah, where does this come from for you? What is your hunger for, for this world? And I kind of want to paint the picture if it's okay for the people listening who don't know who you are. You're this super tiny, quiet individual. It, yeah. You're not like, I've got, okay, my car is wrapped as turquoise chrome and here I am with this giant pink hair and I want everybody to know I'm <laughs> yeah. here with neon lights bouncing. Like you, you park and run. Yeah, I'm pretty awkward. (laughs) So I'm also, yeah, like you mentioned, I'm small. I'm exactly five feet tall. So I also fit super close to my wheel. 
And I always get so much crap for that. Like, oh, if you get an accident, you're going to die. It's like, all right, cool. I'm in my car. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I don't know. I don't like drawing attention to myself. Like I'm always for photography stuff. I'm always behind the camera. I'm never in front of it. I just, you know, stutter. I get all weird. So at car meets, I'll just park it and then run away, go get food or something. So, so you do understand then, the the funny, the irony in that, right? Having the car yeah, wrapped away. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just pops. I even got sparkles all over it, but I just kind of park it and then run away, try to find a friend group and just blend in. And then normally like my car is just surrounded by people taking pictures of it. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm out. <laughs> but where does this come just, from? Like, where does your, your hunger for this? Because it's, it's cool. Like uh, it, I think you're, you're pretty unique in that aspect because you know, you like to do photography. You like to do things that like, there were no girls like you were around when I was coming up. That's just all I'm saying. You know, like they would yeah. have this super cool car and they weren't really look at me like the car is the car, but you still, you still work to be yourself. Like you're your own person. The car doesn't make you. Yeah. And well, I mean, at first it kind of did. <laughs> right, <laughs> it, gave, but, it, gives, you know. it, does, it gives me a lot of confidence. Me being, you know, an awkward, shy person, just driving this car down the street. I get like an overwhelming amount of confidence. Like, you know what? I, I am worthy <laughs> of doing things and talking to people. It, it's a weird thing. It's a huge confidence boost. And I feel like the more I do to it, it's just fun for me to do. It's fun to even look at, like finally getting my raised wheels after two years of wanting them. It's just like, wow, they're so pretty and stands perfectly. So it's just, you know, that little happy feeling you get when you get a new mod and you throw it on. It's just like, wow, it's gorgeous. <laughs> what's your grind? Like what's your, like what's your normal, what pays your bills? <laughs> so I actually work in a lab setting. I do um, sterile processing, which is, any instrument that goes inside of your body for any surgery, neuro, ortho, even pediatrics, trauma, that's what I do. So I sterilize the mm. instruments, pack them, bring them up to the operating room, clean them, clean all the nasty stuff off of them. It's super fun, actually. So that's how I how I be paying my bills. I thought and it was I something do- medical related, medical device related, because I swear I've either you've taken a picture in scrubs oh, or i've seen you in yeah. scrubs yeah so i did like a little photo shoot in the hospital parking garage one day and i was like you know my scrubs match my car <laughs> that's what it was yeah i think people who who follow cars or people who see people like us right to kind of show up to the car scene they forget that outside of that event we have our normal grind and we have our normal yep. lives we're just normal people but <laughs> it's fun it's something outside of the normal grind, you know, and it's also meeting other people too. Like the networking is insane. Like mm-hmm. just far alone, I've made so many connections and job opportunities and it's kind of pushed me to do more of my video work and photography work and meet with other shops. And it's just like, it's everyone's really loving in the community in my experience. So. Did you get your love for cars from your father? Yeah. So it started out that way. He had an S2000, a AP2. Mm-hmm. And I just loved that. It sounded so good. It was so cool. Originally, when I was looking to get a car, I was going to get an S. But, you know, my parents were pushing me like, you know, if you're going to spend this much money, you should get a new car to replace my 06 Civic that kept dying. Hmm. So I still have the Civic and she's running real good. But, yeah, that, that's why I was like, the tables have turned. Now my 06 Civic that was dying constantly is the daily so that the race car, the new, the brand new car can just kind of sleep and chill in the garage. <laughs> Tell us about your photography and the video and some of the stuff that you're, you're moving to outside of just your, your car itself. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
my other hobby. Yes. I just, I've been doing, like, I did the news broadcasting stuff in high school, and I was pretty much, like, running the whole thing, doing all my editing, the filming, and it's just, it's something really satisfying to me about getting those perfect angles, making something look so much more pretty, <laughs> like, color correcting. Like, I just love that stuff, and photography is very, it's actually, I feel more difficult for me than video. Mm-hmm. It's normally the other way around, but I started on video. So I'm like, you know what? Everybody does car photography, all kinds of photography. I'm like, there's not many videographers out there. So it's like, let me just shoot my shot. (laughs) So yeah, it's just been a fun hobby. And then uh, I did quit one hospital job for a few months. And I just used my video work to get me by for a bit. So I was doing commercials for shops and stuff like for people on Instagram. They just love to do like the reels and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's just really fun to do, especially with cars. It's a passion I already have. And that's a made it media on YouTube. Yeah. And then on the YouTube, I just show my entire process of what it takes to like meet with the person and then how I like hang out of a car to get rollers. And then the before and after like the raw footage and then completely edited side by side. And then a lot of lifestyle stuff. So my own build as well. I like your approach on kind of showing the, the, you know, from the beginning to the end process, because I think a lot of times we see the final product and we, we, we are intimidated on the journey, right? We're intimidated that we, if we're starting out, it's like, well, I can't do that. And then you yeah. start off with something that like every, I mean, the angles and stuff like that, it's a skill set. You have to have the right eye, but so much, you know, that's the basic, but then a lot yeah, of it is I, in capturing it. So good job. Thanks. Yeah. And I do have pretty basic like startup stuff too. Like my gimbal, it's, pretty kind of cheap gimbal but I, I do what i can with it and it's yeah i just like to show the start to finish how it's it is a lot of work but it's not as hard as some people might think <laughs> so it's like yeah i just have to hang out of a car and try to move my gimbal to like get those right angles and then color correct in the in editing and of course put the music slow it down speed it up all that fun stuff what do you use to edit uh, I use uh, on my Mac, I do Final Cut Pro 10. Ah, Final Cut. Okay. I love it. <laughs> what do you think of, so you've, I've seen you on the car scene and I try to get out there sooner, you know, when I can, but admittedly, I hardly ever have an opportunity to kind of get out, kind of get out there. And I would imagine you don't go to a lot either, but you know, what are your thoughts of what's with the, of the local car scene now? I guess I can't really say post. I can't really say um, post-pandemic because we're still kind of in it. Yeah. But we're still after, really. People have started meeting again. Like, uh, have you gone to anything this year? Uh, I think I've gone to a couple, like, cars and coffee. And it's it's kind of like, you know, some people will wear, wear masks, but it's still, like, the passion's still there. People are still going to talk. Um it's the scene isn't quite dead it's still it's still bumping so when i can if i have free time if i'm not editing i'll go out and just say say hi to a few friends and then go back and edit where <laughs> are you on on masks oh what where are you on the whole vaccine and the masks and like i've never asked somebody that actually i've, oh, I've really? had a conversation with a few people but not you know like a highlight of the week but i'm just kind of curious oh. because it seems to be all over the place yeah, I was going to say me being in medical and working in a hospital where there's like COVID patients right down the hallway. 
I felt a little safer getting the vaccine, but it did. It took me a while because one, I'm terrified of needles and two, it was a two injection process. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I really don't want to get stabbed and then have to be like completely a potato for an entire day. But I was just like, you know, I should get this. It's, it's a group effort on everybody to get this and try to go back out there, <laughs> go back to restaurants, car meets and that kind of stuff. So as hesitant as I was, because at the time there wasn't that much research on it, but right. once I started reading more, I was just like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Get it over with. Working in the medical industry, I mean, what of all the different measures that they've put in, not in the medical industry specifically, but just the service industry, is there anything that they've kind of implemented through this entire thing that you think that uh, that maybe they should keep? Or once everybody's clean and clear, they should just go back to 2019? I I think there are some things we should keep, like the hand sanitizer that's, it was present everywhere. I think that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. So I mean, even if it's COVID or the common cold, I mean, I don't want somebody's little grubby fingers (laughs) on like a register. You know, what if I have to push my glasses up and I'm touching my face, you know, like it's just common practice. And even with the whole mask thing, I know in a lot of other countries, it's, it's out of respect. If I have like a itchy throat, I should put a mask on so that I don't, you know, give somebody else an itchy throat type deal. So I think we should kind of keep that. It's like, all right, if I'm not feeling well and I need to go get groceries or something, just put on a mask. It does help. <laughs> so. I agree. I agree with yeah. you. I agree because I think certain people, I think people in the kitchens should be required to wear a mask just as, just like they have to wear hair nets. Right. Yeah. I was going to say even yeah. hair alone. <laughs> and I think that some places, you know, if the employees don't want to wear them, that's fine. But how they put up the big plexiglass, like there's no reason to take the plexiglass down because you can still see the person. Yeah. You know, those type of practices. <laughs> and I think I think they're just going to get rid of all that stuff. But I think that those things should be just become part of the standard norm. Yeah. So I remember my first job, I was working at Chipotle and they have that big glass frame and it would go over the top and it was like. I felt better about that because, you know, people would like sneeze right there. And be mm-hmm. like, you know, I want a burrito. It's like, okay, I'm really glad this glass is here. Right. So, yeah. I feel like there's some practices we should keep just to keep the general public safe from anything, not even just COVID, just common cold, flu, any kind of sore throat, you know? Yeah, I agree. So let's tell everybody how to get a hold of you because, you know, hopefully they've appreciated this conversation as much as I have. Yeah. So I'm mostly on my Instagram, which is uh, Lil Late Six Mariella. And then my uh, more professional profile of all my work for photography and videography is going to be my other Instagram page, Made It Media, which is also attached to my YouTube. So there's, there's a few ways to reach. <laughs> And that's made it, M-A-E, like may edit, made it. Yeah. M-A-E-D-I-T. So your middle, yeah. is your middle name edit or is it may? <laughs> no, it's uh, may, so M-A-E, and then I just put dit, so it sounds like made it because I made it. Aw. You got the A-E <laughs> in there too. Yeah. Like made it, 86 it, made it, 86 A-E. No. Yeah. I'm actually on your page right now, so. Oh, okay. All right, Mariella, I want to thank you so much for joining the Hard Parking Podcast. Talking yeah, about your car. Yeah, my, my little late six. Your little late six. And I'll <laughs> see you out and about at some point. Yeah, I'll have to come out some more.
Hey, real quick, have you have you gone to one of the modded culture meets yet? Uh, actually, yeah. Yeah, those Not are in a while, pretty cool. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, I love that they have food. If there's snacks, you know, just park park my car, go grab a cup of mac and cheese, and then <laughs> disappear. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> All right, Mary, I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me. Of course, I want to thank Lil Mariella for coming on to the podcast. I'm a fan of her her setup. I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you can't imagine this, the rap may sound weird, but go to her on Instagram, little at Lil Mariella. You'll see it in the show notes and check out her ride. It, it stands perfectly and the rap looks great. So it was good having her on the show. And I learned a lot about it. I didn't really know anything about her. I think the longest I've ever talked to her is for like three seconds outside of an event. And it makes sense because it's like she drives and scurries off with her little friends. But she did one of the the one auto events with us when we did the donation food bags at the United Food Bank of Arizona. Later on this week, I'll be in Monterey for the Acura reveal of the NSX Type S. The private little Acura reception Thursday evening, flying to Michigan on Friday. And I don't remember if I said this on a previous episode, but I do I'm lining up an opportunity to see one of my other dream cars. It's like, how many dream cars do you have? Well, really, there's a lot of cars I like. There's two super dream cars for me, and then there was my daily, everyday love dream car, which is the which is the Acura NSX. But the McLaren F1, which is everybody's dream car who's into cars, and the Vector W8. So you may have to Google that. I think I'd mentioned it before, but I never seen one in person, and I love that car and i'm gonna get an opportunity to see one i just have to remember to reconnect with it with this gentleman who owns it and i gotta get chris ashworth on here too for setting it up so pretty excited about all that it's time to think right honda out of scottsdale arizona higher quality detail out of tempe arizona boosterbath.com fullwellonline.com tongue sales shop wireless services the credit mix and patreon business supporter kuya automotive out of winter garden florida hopefully i get to see rj at ns expo 2022 because it's going to be here in Arizona. Speaking of booster bath, I left Izzy's booster bath outside all last year and the collar deteriorated. So I need to get a new one of those. I'm gonna give him a bath, man. The dog stinks. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to the podcast and go tell a friend. It was pretty cool to go to NS Expo and have people walk up and say, hey man, I've been listening to your podcast. It's pretty damn cool. Say, hey, I appreciate it. Because you don't know. You don't know if that many people are listening. I do know there's... You know, there's people who reach out to me on, on a semi-regular basis and talk about the show, which is, it's validating of the effort and it makes it worth it because we all just want to be heard in life, right? Just want to be heard. Email hardparkingpodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram at jfenning, that's J-H-A-E-P-F-E-N-N-I-N-G, or jtravels, which is J-H-A-E underscore travels. I don't have to spell travels for you, do I? Join the Hard Parking Violations Facebook group have a lot of fun there hit me up on youtube hard parking media actually it's actually it's youtube.com hard parking podcast but the page is hard parking media i can't grow without you telling the world how great this show is so let's do this let's grow this thing together i'll talk to you all next week catch me on one drink wednesday with the west tankers league on instagram live as well 7 p.m pacific time probably until the time changes Now it's stripping time. Shut up!
Hey, this is Levi Epps, hashtag Mr. Financial Freedom of the Credit Mix here with a special offer for hard parking podcast fans. If you've been living with less than perfect credit for having evictions, late payments, bankruptcies, doesn't matter what it is. If it's something that negatively impacts your credit score and you're not able to get approvals for certain things, or maybe you got to pay large deposits and high interest rates, we don't want that to be you anymore. We have a program that will legally get negative items off of your credit report and keep them off. And we have a special code for our free consultation to see if we can help you. Text HP Credit to 737-4-CREDIT. That's HP Credit to 737-427-3348. Let's get you back on the road to financial freedom. Are you tired of blowing out your back at the bathtub while washing your dog or subjecting your canine to a water torture bath while leashed up to a post outside? Now there's a far more effective way to wash your pet while saving your back and keeping your dog happy. It's called Booster Bath, a portable bathtub on legs. Head over to BoosterBath.com, one word, and pick one up. Available in three sizes, this tub system features a drain, a soap cubby, and water-controlling wand. This tub conveniently breaks down to be stored when not in use. Want to save 10% on your first-time purchase? Head over and sign up today to make that happen. BoosterBath.com. 